Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Noah. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Pretty good. Looking forward to the recording today or to doing this yeah. podcast. I'm excited too. You're, I guess, I guess I'll start off. Well, no, actually, let's just introduce you first. Uh, please tell my audience of Morning Upgraders you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and then something that you're grateful for. Yeah. So my name is Noah Hutton. I run the company NTH Productions. Um, it's a video production and photography business out of Warsaw, Indiana. If you know where Warsaw, Indiana is, is you do. If you don't, it's in the north central part of Indiana. But I do real estate media, corporate events, corporate photography, and then commercial media. And that's kind of how I describe it as my catch-all category. So any other video and photography work I do. Something I'm grateful for I am grateful for the the vacation I have coming up, actually. I love the work I do, but this vacation has been in the works for a while. And so kind of ready for a break a little bit. Oh, so you gave me another question to ask you now. <laughs> so before I forget to ask you that, you're, where, where are you going for vacation? And how is the business running without you there? Yeah, so I'm going to Las Vegas. My two friends turned 21 recently. And so we're going to celebrate their birthdays. And the business is... I'm a solo entrepreneur. I don't have anybody else working with me. I'm kind of taking a break off of client work in a sense, but I will still like be working, you know, answering emails, answering messages, scheduling shoots and things like that. But as far as actually like being on the ground, boots on the ground working, I won't be shooting at all uh, while I'm on vacation because I'm the only person in my business. So you basically just structuring the project so that you won't have anything going on, or if you do have something going on, they're just they're just taking a break for a bit. I basically just structured everything to be either this week, last week, or the week after. And then when I get back, obviously, I'll jump right back into anything. But any projects that I have currently are being finished up this week, you know, projects being delivered and stuff. And then any like kind of work after that I can do from wherever because it'll just be on my laptop. And then any actual production stuff, yeah, it's going to be there this week or the week after next. But I'll still be working, you know, communicating with clients, scheduling shoots, scheduling meetings, things like that. Okay. Yeah, I was asking for the entrepreneurs listening because you know taking vacation. How does the business operate without you there? And like, what, what does that look like? So, I just wanted to get a sneak peek. And the other thing you said that was going to be my first question. You mentioned your friends turned twenty one. So you are, I think you're the first young entrepreneur that I've had on this show. I'm just kind of racking my brain right now. I don't think like under twenty five for sure. I don't think. And so you're okay, twenty three. Yeah. Yep, twenty three, almost twenty four. So, yeah, Perfect. right on the cusp there. And you started your you started your own business. What you said a year ago? Yeah, so I started it last July, July twenty twenty two. Graduated college May twenty twenty two. So, kind of the little the short story behind there is just I was applying for jobs left and right, trying to move out to West Coast, the West Coast to work, just get a different you know perspective and environment than Indiana. Didn't have any luck with the jobs I was applying for. So by August, especially, I was kind of just done with the whole job job application process and. Had some kind of traction in my business, some clients here and there, and so I decided to start putting more time into it. Grow it from there, and I officially went full time entrepreneur, only working in my business um, in May of this year. So let's talk about mindset for a little bit. Then we'll get to your morning routine. Is anyone else in your family an entrepreneur? I know you said you were looking for jobs, and did you have like a there was there like a seed that was starting to sprout in your head that you were thinking, man, I would love to be my own boss, or was this just like a Sometimes it's random, right? How these things yeah. happen. Like, what, what what does it look like for you? Yeah. So I 
didn't really expect to be in the position I'm in now. My my kind of process was always going to be get a nine to five job, work in marketing, work in advertising. Specifically, the job I was looking at out in Los Angeles was in ad tech. So like actually placing the ads and streaming services and things like that. But my plan was to do that and then have a photography business on the side. And once I got kind of some traction with that, go full time with the business. But I've always wanted to own my own business um, ever since... Well, ever since that I kind of like realized that it could be a potential, that was kind of the plan. It just kind of accelerated a little bit. I was kind of, I was just, like I said, tired of the whole job application process. Once I started to see some traction in the business, that's when I really decided to go full steam into it, pursue you know, clients and opportunities and really be determined to make the business work and uh, make it grow. And that's what I've been doing the past a little less than a year, probably 10 months, I would say. And I've seen a good amount of success in that, but still lots of room to grow and learn. Yeah, and everyone says entrepreneurship is is risky, and it can be. But like, what's the worst that uh, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, I'm sure you'll be a success, but if this doesn't work out, you can always just try something new or just get a nine to five while you figure out your next next move. And so, and you're so young that you've got a long horizon to tinker and try and experiment. You know. Yeah, and the nice thing about you know video production and photography is there's always opportunities to work in that industry. I think you know I don't necessarily have to run my own production company. I can work on sets. I can work for other production companies. I can work as a director of photography. I can work in an ad agency. So like, there's a lot of different opportunities to work in photography and video. I don't see myself ever leaving that industry. But yeah, like you said, like if if for whatever reason the business doesn't work out, which no plans of that anytime soon, but you know, just in case, um, I I have opportunities to work for local production companies, work for you know, move to a different city and work in a production company. So, a lot yeah. of opportunities to stay in the, in the in the industry. Yeah, yeah, it's a growth market too. So, yeah, that always helps. All right, well, let's talk about your mornings. I forgot to ask you pre-recording if we have if you have a morning routine. So, I'll just throw you. I'll just throw it out there. Do you have a morning routine? If yes, what does it look like? Honestly, not like a set routine. I would love to have a morning routine, but my every day is different for me. It really just depends. Like Tuesdays are my most, you know, scheduled day because I have a I have a standing meeting at um seven thirty every morning. And so that's my earliest morning. I'm always out the door and doing that at seven thirty every day. But generally speaking, I get up and I, I try to get out of out of the house as many days as possible, whether that is going to a, a shoot a, a real estate property or a client shoot or a client meeting, I try to get out of the house as fast as possible. Depending on the day, there are some days where it makes more sense to work at work at home. But I really don't work my best at home. I work my best in coffee shops and meetings and co-working spaces, wherever it is. So I try to get out of the house as quick as possible um, and work somewhere else because that's where I feel most productive. Yeah, what is it about the coffee shops? I'm the same way. Like this is Starbucks by me, and now that my family's marketing agency, Valentine, is fully remote. Sometimes I'll go to Starbucks to work and they got like these nice big leather chairs. Yeah. There's something about having like that background noise of people that are people that are around you where you feel like you're part of something, but you're you're not gonna get inter not interrupted. I shouldn't use that word with questions, but you're not gonna there's no distractions, you know, you're just kind of there to focus and work. There's something about it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, and also like with the coffee shops, especially there's one that I go to probably too much, but I go there all the time. And I always know I'm going to see somebody that I know there or see somebody that I want to know there and then they'll make an introduction. So I, I like that. I like this specific coffee shop a lot because 
it's where I, I know I'm going to see, even if it's just like a, a wave, a hi, wave high or whatever, or say hello. Like it's just, it's nice to see people you know and see other people. Cause if you're just in your house, like you're, you're alone the whole time. But if you go out in the coffee shop, if you don't see anybody, it's great. You still that background noise, seeing other people be, be productive, it kind of motivates me. But I have a lot of, you know, I, I expect to see a lot of people I know and it kind of just helps me network and meet new people and, talk about my business and tell people about kind of what I'm doing. And that has helped a lot with my business and uh, growing it and networking and things like that. Are you on a first name basis with the coffee shop? I'm not yet. I definitely think that they're on a first name basis with me though at this point. Cause I, I have walked up to them and they're like, Noah, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really expect you to know my name. It's probably cause I go here too much, but some of them, some of the baristas definitely know my name at this point. Yeah, there's a little market right, but right down the street from me, I get my salads at lunch mo- mm-hmm. mo- most days there, and I'm there, you know, four days out of the week, five days. But I feel like at this point, I should know their name. But I, I feel like too much time has passed. Where now it's awkward if I like randomly ask them now after seeing them dozens and dozens of times. You know, yeah, it's like I'm yeah, past that mean. stage. You were starting to talk about you growing your business, networking, kind of putting yourself in a position uh, with the coffee shop where you're just around people where they're naturally going to ask about your business. So that whole networking, putting yourself out there, telling people what you do. Is there anything else for the business owners listening, especially the young business owners, young business owners? Is there anything else that you're doing that's working for you right now? It's just a lot of networking. Honestly, like I'm joining associations, I'm joining local groups, joining my local chamber of commerce, especially has really helped. So it's just a ton of meeting people. And also meeting people in person, I think, has helped me a lot. So I had a, I had a meeting at 7 a.m. on Monday in a town that's about 45, 50 minutes over from me. Wow. And that was a rough morning. I mean, waking up at 5.30 to get ready and heading out. But like that person kind of once they recognized like, oh, he drove 50 minutes to meet me, like they appreciated that and they were impressed by that. So it's not just networking. It's not just talking to people. It's I feel like when I make the effort to meet with people and schedule a meeting and take that time out of my day to schedule an in-person meeting, they appreciate it a lot more. So I'm constantly setting up meetings. And it's never with the expectations of signing a contract there or signing a deal there. It's always just learning about other people's businesses, learning about what's going on in the community. Warsaw, where I am, is a really growing community. We have a lot of building projects coming in and industries and growth. And there's a growing startup community here. So just learning about what's going on in the community and meeting people, that's really been beneficial to me. And a lot of the times, you know, I'm, I'm meeting people that are way more connected than I am in the community, whether that's through um, a local owner of an ad, ad agency or it's a person in local government or mortgage lenders, commercial lenders, things like that. They know what's going on in the community. And so I, I, I talk to them all the time and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm looking at X industry. I'm looking at golf courses as a potential option. And they're like, oh, I know the pro over at Stonehenge or whatever golf course it is. I'll get you connected with them. So it's a lot of networking and it's a lot of being intentional about finding people that I can network with that are way more connected than I am that I can just benefit from and learn from and grow you know, business and personal relationships there. Where did you learn those networking skills? Are you naturally outgoing or have you worked on yourself in that regard? I'm very introverted, you know, especially when I go to like parties and big events like that, which is the irony is I'm going to Vegas in a few, which is arguably one of the biggest party cities in the, in the country. But may, I made a, an adjustment at the, at the turn of the year um, and the new year that I was going to be way more outgoing with networking. Last year, I was super introverted. I was super 
sitting at my desk, making calls all day, sending cold emails, just trying to meet people that way. And every once in a while going into offices and trying to introduce myself, but nothing was really working. And so at the at the start of the year, I made a big change in the sense that I was going to join our local chamber of commerce, join our real estate association, join other real estate associations around here, join a builders association, working and just meeting people and I joined a networking group, which is my 7.30 Tuesday morning meeting. And that was... Those groups have really helped me network in the community. But it was a very intentional, very active shift for me. Um, I'm still very introverted. I love my alone time. You know, if I do too many in-person events after a while, I get really like... You know, my social battery is at zero. But um, I know that if I'm going to be successful in my business, I need to be networking. I need to be meeting people. And so I made a very intentional, very active, very aggressive shift in that mindset. Good for you. I mean, I can relate because I'm, I'm, I'm uh, fairly introverted as well. So parties, especially if I don't, if I don't know a lot of people, yeah. it's, like the worst, it's like the worst case scenario. But I've done like Dale Carnegie, the public speaking. I was part of a networking group where I'd speak in front of like 70 people every week, seven zero every week. And it definitely, I don't know if you found this to be the case, but it definitely gets easier the more you do it, like anything in life, I suppose. Yeah, and like I've also learned that when I do these networking opportunities, it has helped me learn how to talk about my business more because one other shift that I made in my business is being very specific about the services I want to offer. So I've learned that it's not a great idea to walk up to a potential client or to explain my business to somebody who wants to refer me to other clients and just say like if you need a video, I'll make it. If you need photos taken, I'll do it. Like I can do anything. I can shoot whatever you want. Like they don't, they don't know what they want and they don't know what I can do. And so that's a really awkward place to be put in. And so joining these networking groups, doing these meetings, meeting people and having them ask me questions has allowed me to now go into a meeting and be like, like, let's say it's a golf course. It's a general manager of a golf course. I'll say, you know, I'm going to do photos of each hole. I'm going to do photos of your amenities. We're going to do a flyover video for each hole and a guide that way. And then we're just going to do a general brand video that showcases all the amenities and offerings of your club. So I don't just walk walk up to them and be like, "Hey, I can you know I'll just shoot you a video." It's I have learned how to talk about my business and talk about what I can do and be very specific in the services I offer, so that they have a vision of what I can create for them, and it helps them kind of realize the value I'm going to bring, as opposed to just like we're going to give you three thousand dollars to make a video and they don't know what that is or where that money's going. Yeah, and it sounds like you're putting in the hard work. You're 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 probably changing your identity. Like you're driving 50 minutes to meet with someone, and eventually you do that enough, and you're like, yeah, I'm the person that's putting all this hard work in. You start to expect good things to happen, you know. So your identity starts to change. So I'm sure you're yeah. starting to feel that difference, you know. The one thing that I've learned in business is you have to be patient and you have to be confident, and patience pays off. And I go through weeks, I go through t- periods of my business where I'm very impatient and. I don't see a lot of like, things happening and it gets frustrating and it gets me down. But when I, when I realize and I keep working and keep pushing in the business, I see the su- success maybe a month later, maybe a year later, maybe a week later. But just being patient and working hard has paid off uh, in, in, some, or in a, a lot of different ways. And I try to keep myself pretty neutral. Like, I mean, of course, celebrate the wins and try to learn from the, the failures. But I try not to get myself, let myself get too high or too low because... When things are really going well, I know it's inevitable that there's going to be a cycle where things aren't going as well. And so I try to keep myself, and this is just what works for me, but try to keep myself, you know, 
celebrate and yeah, and learn, but learn from the failures, but you know, don't let myself get like, if we get a, a brand new client, that's really big. Don't let myself get like too ecstatic. You know, uh, that's just what works for me. Yeah. And honestly, like, I also like, don't let myself get too complacent. I've had that in the past where, you know, yes. I land like three jobs in a row or three real, like three listings in a row for real estate. And I'm like, that's great. And then like, I take a week off mentally. Like, I'm just like, okay, I'm just kind of coasting on this, these three jobs or whatever. But I can't keep doing that. I can't do that. I'm not going to be successful if I do that. Like, I had before this week, I had about two weeks off. And so, like, there's just no clients coming in, no work really. I had like maybe a shoot here and there, but nothing crazy. And so, I used those two weeks to start formulating a proposal for golf clubs and reaching, reaching out to different clients and meeting with people and seeing how I get, can get connected in that way. And those have started to pay off. So, even in those slow times, I'm still working to, you know, generate business, even if I'm not, you know, signing contracts and shooting that week. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that. Like that self sabotage, letting yourself get lazy, it, it'll it'll creep up on you for sure. Oh yeah. So you really have to be proactive. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Definitely. All right, Noah, I got one last question for you, and then we're gonna wrap up with you sharing your website or whatever you want to share. My last last question is around the meaning of life. You know, through your 23, almost 24 years on this planet, what do you consider to be the meaning of life? Honestly, when I think about that and kind of especially being younger, but also like feeling the pressure of having to, you know, enjoy myself and be successful, I think it's just continually finding ways that are ways to do things that you enjoy. It's like we were talking, I don't know if we were talking before this or if it was during the recording, honestly, but we were talking about how, like, you know, even if, I don't have a shoot for two weeks or I don't, you know, I don't have this business uh, in the future or whatever it is. Like I can still do photography and video in a different ways and create in a lot of different ways. And so, you know, I'm constantly trying to find ways to anchor my business, but just do what I love, which is telling the stories through photography, through video, meeting new people, meeting new clients and helping them tell their stories and accomplish their goals. So I think it's just, you know, enjoying yourself and doing what you love every day of the week and, whether that is, you know, having a nine to five that you don't really love, but using the the money from that to do what you love, or it's doing the job that you love every day, which it doesn't it doesn't really turn into a job at that point. It's just kind of doing what you love and enjoying kind of the time that you have uh, in life. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I agree. That's a hundred percent agree. Good advice there. So, Noah, if someone's has listened to this and they want to learn more about you, where should we send them? Yeah, so my website is nthproductions.co. You can find all my work on there. You can find contact info for me. You can also look it up on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. It's just NTH Productions. Uh, it's a black background with a gold logo, um, so you'll find it. But honestly, if you're if you're a you know somebody that is looking for video or photography work, I'd love to talk to you. But honestly, if you're just another entrepreneur, especially a younger entrepreneur that's listening, I love talking to other young younger entrepreneurs. Just learning about kind of how they're growing their business, what they're struggling with, how they're dealing with that, because all the things that I've talked about today are like lessons that I've learned from other entrepreneurs and so and lessons that I've learned through work. And I wouldn't learn those if I didn't hear it from somebody else or experience it. So I'd love to talk to other young entrepreneurs and just learn about their businesses, their stories. It's all about relationships. So absolutely. Thanks, Noah. Great job. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.